You are listening to the Being Careful podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm really excited about today's episode, and I think that you guys are really going to love it. I have Brenda from CraveTheBenefits.com on the show today, and she is just such an inspiration, and she was seriously such a light to talk to and really, really ended up being so motivational for me. So I feel like you guys will really get a lot out of this episode. So whether it's a new eating regime, workout routine, meditation practice, or something new that you're trying to start, Brenda talks about starting with the right mindset before anything and not allowing self-criticism and negativity to get in the way. Um, She gives us eight empowering beliefs that you need to reach your goals. Um, which is actually a blog post that she did, and I will link to that in the show notes as well. She really also talks about how to get through that hard period when you're trying to reach your goal and you just like kind of get into a slump, which often happens for me. We are also starting a speed round at the end of every one of my shows now when I have a guest. So what that is, is I just ask the same three questions to each of my guests, and I find it's a fun way to end the episode, and it's a good way to get to know the guests a little bit more. Also at the end of this episode, Brenda shares her six intentions that she says every single morning, and this wasn't planned, and um, it's really, really awesome and so inspiring what she says to herself every single morning, and I think that you guys are really going to love that as well. So stay tuned towards the end of the episode for that. As always, this episode is sponsored by Wellness Tribe. That is a subscription box that is super awesome. And I just received my February box and got the best piece of chocolate that I've literally ever had. Um, You can get on beingcareful.com and see the February box. And if you want to get one for yourself, just go to wellnesstribe.com and you use the promo code CAREFULTRIBE in all caps and you will get 25% off your first box. You also do not have to sign up for like a yearly subscription or anything. You can just order one box and see if you like it and then be done or you can continue with the subscription. So I hope that you guys love this episode as much as I did. Remember to visit beingcareful.com. And at the end of today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a contest that I'm holding for a free Valentine's candle giveaway. Um, And all you have to do is leave a review and follow my new Instagram for the podcast, which is at careful podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you want to check out Brenda's blog, you can just go to cravethebenefits.com and you can also find her inspiring Instagram page at cravethebenefits. Let's welcome Brenda to the show. Hi, Brenda. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I'm happy to have you and excited to talk about your blog and everything. And I would love if you could just start by telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today. Well, hello. Thank you so much for inviting me. Hello to all of your listeners. I am so happy to be here. Um, I started my blog, Crave the Benefits, um, in 2016 because I wanted to help people be able to live the healthy lifestyle that they want to live. Um, I realized that a lot of people would like to eat healthier, but they don't know where to start or they think it's too complicated. And I wanted to help that process, to make that process easier for them and for it not to be so daunting. 
So what can we find on your blog? What exactly are you offering on there for people? I write healthy eating guides and I, I do easy recipes and I, ha- and I share healthy living hacks. I, for example, so I'm not just a food blog or, nor am I just an informational blog. I, I do both. So I do healthy guides that help people um, learn how to eat healthier and cheaper and like how to make it easier. Like for example, I have a few a guide on how to store your fruits and veggies so that they last you longer, so that you don't you know end up wasting your money because they go bad, which is a um, a problem I used to have a lot, and that I noticed some people have a lot too. Uh, another guide on how to um, get healthy produce that is cheaper, that it doesn't you know it doesn't cost you so much, and and easy smoothie recipes that you can make at home to to start the day. That's awesome. I know I definitely have um, issues with storing fruit. So we our strawberries always seem to go bad. Yeah. Um, yes. They they have a really short lifespan, I guess. Yeah. So one of your blog posts that really caught my eye was actually on a different blog where you it was um, the eight empowering beliefs you need to reach your health goals. So that was on. Steve's Steve blog? I just, yeah, Steve Eichinson's blog. Um, yes, called Change Your Thoughts, Change, Change Your Life. It was actually one of the first guest posts that I wrote, and I was just so happy that, that, they, that they accepted it and that they published it, and it was one of the first pieces that I put out there. Oh, and I, awesome. I, yes, I wanted to focus on, on mindset because you really cannot, um, it's really hard to start anything without having the right mindset to approach things. I totally agree. Yeah. So I wrote this because this was the mindset that I developed before I started getting healthier and something that I feel people need to start believing so that they can, you know, be happy with what they're doing with their efforts to get healthier. So run through this blog post for us. And so it's about um, eight beliefs that will harness motivation, focus, and commitment to your health goals. So I would love if you could break it down for us because I think everybody could benefit from this. All right. Yes. Um, So these eight beliefs, um, when you're starting a health goal, like if you want to, you know, get fitter, go to the gym every week or every day, or if you want to start eating healthier, I believe these are eight things that you need to believe before you start your process towards your goals so that you can be successful. So the first one is... I accept myself. What I mean by this is that you cannot start an eating regime or a workout regime out of out of a negative place. You cannot feel like, oh, I hate I hate my my belly rolls or I, I don't like how I look myself in the mirror and I want to change. You have to come from a place of acceptance of okay, this is this is my body and I just I just want to to be better. I want to give it give it the attention it deserves, the love it deserves, and I'm going to take care of myself because I love myself, not from a place of of hate towards your body or dislike towards what you are. So that way you are more open towards the changes. You're not struggling, you're not feeling bad, you're not saying, oh I can't I didn't I didn't lose the pounds that I wanted. You you instead are come from a mindset of yes, I, I went to the gym, I, I actually did something for my body and that 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 changes your whole outlook and how you begin. I find that when you have that like resistance and kind of just angry at yourself 
because you're mad at where you are right now, that can be really, really hard. And that can actually make, you know, your goals more difficult to reach and can cause you to sometimes back down from them because you're so in your mind. So I really agree with that. And I think that accepting where you are right now is so powerful and being like, okay, well, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. You know, today is today and it is what it is. And you're, you're making the healthier changes and eventually you're going to be where you are. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And when you start from a place of anger, it's just so much easier to get frustrated. Yes. So the second one is I love my body. This is uh, different because this isn't just a general thing of I accept myself, but this is like, I love, I love every single part of my body, whether you are tall or small or, or chubby or really skinny, you have to accept the body that you have. For example, you cannot, you know, if you're short, you, you cannot think like, oh, I want to go to a gym because, you know, I, I want to look, I want to look taller. I want to, to look better. It's not about changing your external appearance. It shouldn't be just about your appearance. It should be about your, how you feel and how your body feels and, and, and keeping it healthy and keeping it strong. It shouldn't be just about how, how you look in, like getting the bikini body. It's not just about getting the bikini body. When you, when you go to the gym, it should be about how you feel and how you take care of your body. So it's always supporting you. So it's always healthy. So it can give you the lifestyle that you want to live. Mm. You, you have to come from a mindset of, I want to be my best self. So don't focus just on, you know, I want to get abs or I want to get a bigger butt. But that, those, are, those are goals, but it shouldn't be just the end goal. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when you're starting, um, you know, your health journey, it should be about feeling better overall. So if you're trying to quit sodas, don't be motivated only by side effects. Be motivated because it will benefit your brain, your weight, your gut, your energy, your mood, and your productivity. Because... That, I mean, I think that is the reason why I put, why I name my blog Creative Benefits, because it's not about getting rid of the bad stuff only. It's about including more good stuff in your life, about searching for the benefits of, of taking care of your body, of, of the good stuff from healthy foods. It's not about, you know, oh, this is bad for me. I, I am, I am, I'm being bad by eating this. No, it's about opening yourself up to to healthier things to better things not just about thinking of about the negative yeah being your best self is so important yeah it, it is hard because when you look in the mirror you're not you're not exactly looking at you know how you feel inside you're looking at you know how how your belly looks how your butt looks how you how your arms look you are looking at the physical results every time you go to the gym that's why i believe you have to be mindful mm-hmm. and realize how you how you are how you're feeling taking the moment to analyze how how your body feels how you feel with the decisions that you're making so that you can make you know better decisions from how you feel not just how you look yeah I love that okay let's go to the next one I have the power to be my best self yeah you have to believe that you can do it if you don't think that you can do it then that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy if if you go to the gym thinking oh I could never you know I could never be like those people that go to the gym every single day I, I, I am lazy I can only go you know once a month or once a week maybe if you don't believe that you're able to do it then you're gonna start acting in a way that doesn't let you do it 
So, for example, if you want to begin a meditation practice, don't think that you are too undisciplined. Believe that you can overcome your distractions because, because you can. Whenever you're having thoughts of having like, this is too difficult for me, you have to switch those thoughts to, you know, I can keep going, I can do this, I got this, because you actually can. I mean, you don't have to be special, you don't have to have, you know, some, um, in a discipline, you, you have to believe that you can, and then, you know, put one foot in front of the other. So the fifth one is my past actions don't define who I am now. So if you have been having bad habits for, for years, for a long time, it becomes harder to break the cycle because a part of you might think that you cannot do it, like you cannot be different from what you, from what you have been doing. For example, if you have been you know, eating junk food all your life, you might think, oh, I could never give this up. Mm. I, I cannot eat healthier. I don't like salads. I don't like it, even without trying it. So you have to believe that you're not who you are. Nothing, nothing forces you to be the same person that you were five minutes ago. You can make the change anytime you want. And if you, if this is important because it will help you move forward. If, for example, if you start, you know, a new eating regime that involves more fruits and veggies, and you start, you know, if you don't like some stuff, you might think, oh, it's because, you know, I, I, I just like. Um, on healthy foods, uh, I don't like this. This is not me. This is not working for me. If you are, if you think that you are a certain person, then that's who you're going to be. Mm-hmm. So if you want to quit something, if you want to be better at something, then you have to be open and stop thinking that you are defined by your bad habits only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so important because it's very easy to go back into the mindset that is very damaging. I find that. Um, especially when it's like that time of the month for me, I'm like very, very tired and I have all these just like negative thoughts spinning in my head. And, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe a week before I was doing really, really well with my whole routine and my eating and this and that. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you can't do anything. Like you're just tired all the time. You don't have the energy to go to the gym. And it's like, what? That's not even true. But it's very easy to spin into that cycle. Yes, because you, you're most likely not, not going to, to do it without mistakes. If you're trying something new, you are going to make mistakes. You are not going to be able to, you know, to be perfect at it. Yeah. So when you fail, you need to remind yourself that, it's not because you are a failure or because you cannot change. It's because everybody makes mistakes and you have to keep moving forward. It happens to me all the time with, with my meditation practice. I try to be in the mat every single day in the morning for 10 minutes to meditate. And some days, some days are just too busy and I miss them and I feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't quit. I don't quit. I, I go back the next day and I sit, sit down and again and again I go back to it because I know that I can keep going. It, it's worse that you quit than, than you failing and trying again. So the next one is, I am willing to be out of my comfort zone. This ties very closely to what I said before. So you cannot, you're not going to be perfect at what you do. You, if you are trying to go to, you know, if you're going to the gym more, you, some days you might be, you might feel like you're not, like you don't have the energy to do the exercise that you want to do. You might feel, you know, exhausted, tired, not being able to do what you want to do. And, and that's okay. 
getting healthier is not going to be the easiest process. It's going it's going to require you to do things that you haven't done before. It's going to require you to be out of your comfort zone. So, for example, if you need to start getting up earlier and you haven't, obviously staying in bed will, will be more, you know, will be more comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. And that pain having and that pain of having to jump from a warm bed to a cold bedroom is uncomfortable. But that is what is required to be able to wake up early if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Accepting that it's hard and that you will do it anyway is the only way to to get it done. Yes, it's going to be hard to quit your fries and start eating more, you know, salads. It's going to be hard to quit your soda and start drinking more teas instead. But that hard period is not going to last forever. Yeah, and that hard period is kind of like the trial area. And once you get past it, you kind of look back, you know, once you've actually dropped that bad habit, you kind of yeah. look back and you're just like, wow, I can't believe that I was obsessed with drinking soda or I can't believe that I like used to eat so unhealthy because you'll see that you're now like reaping the benefits and you're feeling like so much better. And so I think that it would be cool too if people could realize that like it's going to be hard no matter what, but try and even maybe put your mindset two weeks out and be like, imagine like how good I'm going to feel two weeks from now yeah which which could also be really helpful yes and it will get better that hard period is not going to be forever it will get better it will get easier because you will be you will be now accustomed to doing what's the right thing yeah the next one is you have to believe that you are enough so again you're not going to be perfect at, at what at what you're trying to do at first but you cannot believe when you fail, you cannot think that, you know, that you are not enough, that you cannot do it, that there's something lacking in you that is stopping you from doing what you want. Mm. You cannot start from a place of criticism and negativity because then that negativity and that self-criticism is going to hold you back from actually trying and, for, and from actually getting it done. So, for example, if you're trying to reach a healthy weight, you don't have to slave over the numbers in the scale. You don't have to be like, oh, I need to reach this this goal every single day, otherwise I'm a failure. Because it, it, it's not about that. It's it's about as long as you're actively improving your diet and, and moving more to feel better, the results which will show up. Don't obsess about specific... I mean, unless you have, you know, like a medical condition and, and your doctor is telling you to something very specific... Don't obsess over over the over the calories, over the numbers, because then it'll make the process hell. Mm-hmm. You can if you start counting the calories in everything you eat, if you start counting your weight every single day in the morning, that is going to hold you back from from feeling good, which is the which is the ultimate goal. You want to feel good, you want to be healthier. So yeah. as long as you're actively improving your diet and moving more to feel better, the result will show up. Right, and I love how you said like it's gonna. In the blog post, you said how it's going to help you stop wasting your energy on that harsh self-criticism and that negative t- that negativity, and it's going to open up space to reflect on what you can do better and move on with your life. Um, and I think that people may not realize that energy is so important. So if you really are just focusing in on that and you're focusing in on those numbers, you're going to miss out on every other opportunity that you could have in the experience. Whereas like you could just feel good every day about going to the gym and be proud of yourself. Or you could go to the gym every single morning, 
you know, and then weigh yourself afterwards and feel like crap because you're like, oh, great, I lost no pounds or I lost half a pound, you know? So your mindset could completely be different if you just said, like, I'm enough, like, it's fine. Yes, exactly, because it does waste a lot of your, like, that time that you spend hating yourself for for not achieving your your weight loss goal it's it's time you could have spent you know taking care of yourself and being proud of the progress that you're making Mm -hmm. so true yeah and the final one is i am in control so after connecting with yourself knowing what you want and being willing to do what it takes so after you know that what you want to to get better at if you want to exercise more do it healthier or both Getting you know you have to stay focused. Getting carried away is easy. You can, you know, you you can you know start and then and then give up or, and it's it, it's quite easy to start something and then just you know give up. Say that oh I don't want to do this anymore or I don't have the motivation to to keep doing this, but you you have to keep going if this is really what you want. Yeah. So you cannot if if you want to make something happen, you have to keep going back to yourself to your reasons of why you want to do this if why do you want to eat healthier is it because you want to to be in a healthier way because you want to prevent lifestyle diseases because you want to feel better because there's a condition that that you would like to to improve through healthy eating you have to go back to the reasons why you started and believe that you're in control and you can actually make it happen. Mm-hmm. In the grand scheme of things, it's easy to, you know, see the whole picture and think, oh, but this seems too difficult. I'm not able to to keep it up. But, for example, do you if you want to lose weight or eat clean or, or quit sugar or meditate more or, or quit smoking, then, then you have to believe that you can make it happen. It, it's easy to get unmotivated and distracted. But if you have the mindset that you are in control, of these of the actions that you take towards being better then you will be able to do it yeah and I agree with that and I also think that so if you have a certain goal um, or goals in general then maybe it is a good idea to get really serious about them by maybe journaling about it you know or writing that goal list down so that you keep going back to it and maybe so if your goal is to eat clean you could write, you know, goal, eat clean and list the reasons why you want to eat clean. What is your motivation for eating clean and what do you think the outcome is going to be? Because once you list that out, you can always go back to that when you're, you know, in that part, in that place where you're unmotivated and you're distracted and you can look back at that list and be like, oh yeah, this is why I wanted to do this. Because I think that a lot of times our mind can go the wrong way and it can be like you don't need to do this anymore you can take a couple days off like you're fine when really you know deep down in your heart and you know that you need to keep going no matter what and that you are in control and that your mind is not in control and I find it such a big part of mindfulness to keep little journals and diaries like that that you can actually go back and it can kind of be like your saving grace because otherwise you could forget and just be like, whatever, I'm just not going to do it anymore. I don't feel like it. Exactly, because there's going to be a part of you that wants to stay on the couch and watch TV all, all afternoon, while there's another part of you that wants to go to the gym, but sometimes, you know, that lazy part can, can be can be more noisy than, yeah. than your healthier part. Yeah. Something that you mentioned before, I think it was the fifth 
um, tip was that my past actions don't define who, who I am now. I think yes. that's a really big part of mindfulness, whether we practice daily meditation or not. I think it's really healthy to kind of let go of the past and be okay with what happened, whether it was um, you know, you did something that you regret or you were the type of person you didn't want to be or you acted a certain way or you ate a certain way. I think it's really important to, when we're looking at it through a mindfulness stand, is to just look back at it and be like, okay, I did do that and here's what I learned from it and maybe, and that way you kind of see like, okay, it was a lesson, like, I'm not going to do it again and forgive yourself because I think if you don't forgive yourself, you're not going to get healthy, whether it's for weight loss or for a mental health reason. Correct. Yeah. And, and if you don't forgive yourself, you, you are in the fear of doing it again stays with you. Yeah. And it doesn't let you keep going. Definitely. And I think fear is so, fear is the worst because it is so controlling and it's, not true. It's not real. Yet we're all so, we can become so paralyzed by it because our mind is so good at using that to like feed anything that we're thinking and feed our negative thoughts when really we should be looking for the opportunities and the positive things instead of letting fear, you know, be so controlling. Exactly. Yes, I completely agree. So I really do love that blog post and I'm going to link to it in the show notes. Um, I wanted to ask you what your mindfulness practice is. It seems that you, you did tell us that you go to your mat every morning. So can you maybe walk us through that a little bit? Sure, sure. So when I wake up, I make my bed. I change into, you know, leggings or workout clothes and I sit down in my mat in, in my in my living room. I, I don't go out to, you know, to meditate outside, but I go to my living room, I sit down, I meditate for 10 minutes. I use a, an app called Calm. It's, it has really great, um, you know, meditation sessions for, for different goals. Okay. And I, I meditate for 10 minutes. After that, I do a flexibility yoga routine. I make a point of always working not just on flexibility in general but on some specific aspect so for example right now I am working on 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 my splits so my flexibility yoga routine is you know general flexibility and then I focus on 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 my splits so that I so that I can can be more flexible in in my hip area Mm -hmm. and after that I go make a smoothie I I take a picture of it because I love sharing them on Instagram I make a smoothie then I read Mm -hmm. while I drink my smoothie Um, right now I'm reading a book called Peak by uh, I forgot the author I think it's Peak P-E-A-K yes okay yes it's about um, it's about the right practice, the sort of the right practice that you need to to be successful at at what you want to do, to be really good at what you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Yes. Um, and then after that, I share the picture on my Instagram. I connect with that community. I, you know, I talk. I lo- I love the community on Instagram because it's so it's so supportive. The foodie community. Yeah. It's really fun. It's really nice. And then after that, I get to work. So when you do your mind, your, your meditation, you just use the Calm app every time. Do you ever do meditations on your own or are you still just using 
um, just using the app? I just use the app, but it, it has the option to have silent meditations. So I actually prefer silent meditations. What it has is, you know, like that it has a timer so that I, so that I can know that, so that I know it's just 10 minutes. I don't think I, I don't stop my practice before or after. So it mm-hmm. has the timer and it has a profile with, with logs, which logs each day that you meditate. So it keeps you on track. So yeah, that's why I use it. Awesome. I'll link to the peak book and the calm app as well in the show notes. So I wanted to do the being careful speed round, which is new. And then afterwards, I want you to tell our listeners about your nourishing breakfast challenge that you have going. So um, to start the speed round, my first question is who inspires you the most and why? Okay, so this one is kind of a hard one because there are just so many inspiring people mm-hmm. out there for me that I couldn't pick just one. But I can start, you know, with, with my family. My family inspires me to, to do what I do. My boyfriend, my former business coach, Sarah Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are just so many foodies on Instagram that, that I have connected with that, in, that inspire me, that have amazing, amazing photographs. Okay, so question number two is what is your favorite way to wind down at the end of the day? I would say yoga and Netflix. Yoga and Netflix. What's your favorite show on Netflix right now? Uh, or what are you watching right now? I'm watching, right now I'm watching Hannibal. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, that. yeah, I love just winding down. Like I do yoga after the end of the, at the end of the day, then I cook something for me and my boyfriend and then we just go to to watch the series and it's just the most relaxing thing I could ever do. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, so we kind of talked about your morning routine already. So I'm not going to ask you what your morning routine looks like because we already know that. But do you have one specific ritual, be it in the morning, afternoon, or night that you can't live without? I think meditation is a huge one. Mm-hmm. I feel it helps me to stay more centered during the day. And when I don't do it, I just feel more all over the place. I feel more distracted than yeah. when I do meditate. It helps me set the, the intentions. Actually, after I meditate, I just have six little intentions for the day that I repeat every single day. They're like my like my mantra to, to help me stay on track and, you know, I'm focused and, and to guide my actions. Do you mind sharing them with us? Sure, I I would love to. So Mm -hmm. the first one is to live with purpose. And that for me means that your actions every single day should help you move forward towards your goals and what you want to do. So live with purpose, live with your intentions in mind. May may every action you do today takes you closer to where you want to be. The second one is love yourself and take care of yourself. You cannot do your best work if you are not rested if you are not taking care of yourself so that's a huge one you have to love yourself and that's what I remind myself every single day to do so that I don't lose track of eating healthier or exercising which is important to actually live with purpose the third one is to focus on what helps me grow so don't waste your time you know watching memes or watching cat videos because even though it's fun it won't help you be where you want to be so focus on helps you be stronger more productive kinder smarter or wiser and focus on the things that help you grow and be a better person then this the the fourth one is be kind and compassionate so be kind and compassionate and know that everyone deserves kindness yourself and the people around you Mm. the fifth one is 
to make the best out of every situation. Things won't always work out. There will always be things that are in your way, but in the end, you have the last word on, you know, what your attitude is going to be, what your reaction is going to be. So I make a point of always trying to make it the best possible reaction I can have to when things don't work out. Mm. And finally, help people be healthier and happier because that's what I'm trying to do. So I have to remind myself that my goal with my blog is to actually, you know, listen to what people are needing, listen to what people want in terms of their health and help them be healthier and happier. So, yeah, those are my six intentions for the day, every single day. Those are amazing. Thank you. And another thing is uh, photograph. Photographing, definitely. I'm trying to be a better photographer. So every day I photograph one thing so that I can get better at. So those two things, meditation and photography, are my rituals I cannot live without. Awesome. Those are so inspiring. So lastly, let's have you share um, what you wanted to tell us all about your challenge that you have. I believe it's a free challenge on your blog, correct? Yes. So I recently... the the breakfast challenge is called the seven day nourishing breakfast challenge is completely free it's a challenge that you can jump start your mornings with energizing and easy meals that can set you up for a kick a day and yes it's only seven days and yes it's completely free and it's a hundred percent vegan i mean Mm. it's vegan but if you are not vegan or if you're not vegetarian if you, you want to add you know eggs or 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 meat you are free to do it but all the recipes start off vegan So that, yeah, so that you can modify the way, the the way you want, but yes, they, they are vegan and I made them because when you start your day eating a healthy breakfast, when you start your day with healthy habits, it will set the tone for the rest of your day. If you start your day being healthy from the moment you wake up, you're more likely to make healthier choices along your day. And if you make healthier choices along your day, you make healthier choices along your life, which yeah. will help you be, be in a much better place. So I wanted to help people with healthy breakfast that they can make easily, not, not complicated breakfast. I, I personally hate spending my time in the kitchen to, you know, for, for, for over 30 minutes. I, I don't like it. That's why I'm always looking active. I'm always actively looking for quick recipes that are healthy and that I can make that easily that don't require me to be in the kitchen for for too long so that's what I wanted to help people so if you want to eat a healthy breakfast but you don't have the time for it or think you don't have the time for it if your mornings feel like stressful and hectic and feel like you don't have the time to sit down to eat anything or if you just breakfast a bagel or a donut then this is a challenge for you and so where can we find it I'm actually on cravethebenefits.com right now. Um, can I find it on there yet? Um, you can go to Crave the Benefits slash Nourishing Breakfast Challenge. Okay, slash. Because I actually can't eat eggs right now. I've become very sensitive to them. So I'm really excited to try this. And I'll definitely, I'll definitely report back um, to the listeners and on my blog once I am done with this. So... I will put the link to the Nourishing Breakfast Challenge in the show notes. And you guys can also go to cravethebenefits.com 
for Brenda's full blog and you can also find all of the blog posts that she has done. You've been featured on some pretty awesome blogs. I saw you were featured on Mind Body Green, which I love. So congratulations. That's really awesome. Thank you. Yes, they are an amazing publication and I am so happy and honored to be able to contribute. Brenda, my last question for you is if you could only give us one self-care tip, what would it be? It would be to do the things that make you feel good. Hmm. So do the thing that you love. If you work all day and don't, you know, and you love biking and don't have the time to bike, if you love drawing and don't have the time to draw, if you love taking pictures and, and don't take them, do that thing that you feel like you didn't have the time to do, but that you love to do. Because we all have things that we love to do and don't make time for them because, you know, we're either too busy with, with family and with work and those things that we love end up, you know, taking a backseat. But my self-care tip is to do those things that you love. Well, Brenda, thank you so much. And I'm so excited for this um, nourishing challenge. And I'm pretty sure that everyone's going to love this episode and that they learned so much from you. And I would love to have you back on maybe in a couple months and we can talk you know, and see where you are with everything. And, and that would be, that would be really awesome. Thank you. Yeah. It, it was lovely being here. It was lovely talking to you and I would definitely love to come back. I hope that all of your listeners can, you know, they can feel inspired and they can feel motivated to start their own health journeys and don't give up and make yes. it happen. <laughs> I'm sure that they will. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode please visit beingcareful.com for the full show notes and remember to visit cravethebenefits.com if you want to check out Brenda's blog and her seven-day nourishing breakfast challenge. Also for the Valentine's Day candles giveaway, if you follow my Careful Candles Instagram account, which is at Careful Candles, there is a post on there that tells you exactly what you need to do to enter to win two free candles, either the tobacco vanilla candle or the smell the roses candle. But basically all you're going to have to do is follow my new Instagram for the podcast, which is at Careful Podcast and leave me a review on iTunes. I have well over a thousand listeners per episode now, but I only have like 24 reviews on my iTunes podcast. And so that is kind of a bummer. And I really want to get those reviews up and see how you guys are feeling about the podcast and get some more feedback. Hence why I included it in the giveaway. So visit Careful Candles on Instagram and Careful Podcast on Instagram for more details on how to enter the giveaway. I hope that you guys have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next time. Ooh, and guess who's going to be on next week's podcast? Um, Her name is Susie and she is at Girl Gone Green. Look her up on Instagram. She's amazing. And you can check out her blog, girlgonegreen.com and get excited. So I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.